Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman and Ambridge's newest resident, Mr Newbie. Before we dive in, let's remind ourselves of what happened last week with Lucy's Week in Ambridge. We began the week at the wedding of the year. More sneery sneery about the Katies being a bit the only ways Borsetshire. At least they know how to have bloody fun. It sounded a riot, to be honest. Ruth was opening champagne left, right and centre, which she found a bit tricky as she'd never done it before. But once Lily told her it was fizzy lemon and she was never going to get it open with a screwdriver, she got the hang of it. (laughs) Couples dressed in gold and a chocolate fountain. Well, it wasn't a chocolate fountain, really. They just turned the sheep dip upside down. (laughs) Steph asked for two sheep to greet her at the reception. You've got Ruth and David in jumpers. How many more bleating thickos do you need? Vince was worried about Beth's boyfriend and confided to Elizabeth that if one of her children had taken up with someone awful, she'd have been upset too. (laughs) Yes, said Elizabeth vaguely. But by awful, you don't mean a failed artist in his 40s going through a midlife crisis, do you? Or do you? (laughs) I find Josh quite difficult to follow. It's not his diction. They just give him really weird things to say. In one scene, he had to say... I have to roll this field of forage brassicas, but an unexpected meeting window has opened up about the egg drop situation. It's not so much a sentence as a collection of unusual words separated by prepositions. <laughs> Farmer Jenny Darling bowled up to the Borchester meeting. Uh, the, no, I don't mean that, do I? Borchester land meeting. In a flat cap with a collie at her heels. God knows what the poor candidates thought of it all. Kate was drinking Hessian or something. Debbie was on Skype, on mute, and with her camera off, so she was a whole heap of pointless. But Farmer Jenny was there, asking complex questions about yields, chewing a bit of straw, and going, Arr! (laughs) Pip and Pat, both, popped back this week. Neither of them have been missed. Pat, whose full name is Pat Ronais, in case anyone was wondering, said encouraging things to Susan about the state of her marriage, which is pretty dire, to be honest. As Susan and Neil can now not even agree on whether or not they're disagreeing, and Pip rammed Ben with her tractor as he wasn't getting out of the way fast enough. Farmer Jenny has lined up Stella to take over from Adam. Stella sounds a tough nut. Or at the very least, just a nut if she's willing to manage that shambles. Well, on her own head be it. She can't say she wasn't warmed. She popped the lavatory in the eco office, opened the loo roll cupboard to an avalanche of empty Smirnoff bottles, was surprised that Brian felt that giving her bra size was part of the screening process, realised that the only thing the whole farm grows is daisies, spotted that the fishing lake that everyone had forgotten about was now empty except for one enormous trout who'd got bored in lockdown and eaten all the others, and after all that, she still agreed to take the job. 
Tracy jokingly told Jazza that she was about to become vegan, which caused him to choke on his chicken shawarma, as the only thing that's keeping him going is Tracy's fondness for sausage. Lily and Russ went to Tracy's for dinner, and Tracy hoped Lily could help her get inside a teenager's mind. If she'd wanted to ask how to get into a teenager's knickers, she could have asked Russ. And Neil and Susan went to Gay Grable's for a slightly orcs dinner. Neil said she looked glowing, and she said that's because she dug out her curling wand curling wand whatever you say susan i'm not surprised she's taken refuge in electrical appliances to be honest when neil's idea of romantic chit chat is to update susan about the woman he fancies shona's been able to do her vickering thing after all said neil oh brilliant said susan chucking tiramisu in his lap bren decided bren ben decided to break up with evie who we never met really but he did this based on the dodgy advice of eggman and pip who is currently platonically sharing a bed and a daughter with a Lothario who shagged her cousin on a bouncy castle, so I'm not sure why she's qualified to give advice. I mean, he could have asked someone in Ambridge who has a good record with relationships. Like, um... Like, um... Neil and Sue. Oh, no. This is too depressing. Neil and Susan were my rock. When things were tough, I could hold on to the fact that somewhere, Neil and Susan were giving each other the eye over a bowl of chilli, Neil Sadaka on the stereo... They know they ought to use Spotify. Emma set it up for them and everything. But honestly, we don't see the point, really, do we, Neil? Susan foot sliding into Neil's slippers under the table until they decided to take their cherry tart and creme fraiche upstairs and eat it in bed. And now it's all talking about the weather and is your lamb nice? I don't like it. It is making me sad. And there is enough of that going round at the moment. Stop it. Shula needs to remember that she is practically Mother Teresa in yard boots. Neil needs to stop putting his head in the sand. And Susan needs to fight for her man. Or failing that, just hold Shula his head under the water in the horse trough until she stops bubbling. The end! <laughs> oh. Uh, oh dear Lucy. It was You're very sad. sad. I know it was sad. It was sad. I but don't it was, like No, I, it was sad, but it, it was truthful, wasn't it? I, I don't think anything terrible is going to happen. I think there's going to be a blip. I mean, okay. if they did if they did anything awful like officially split up Susan and Neil, I think everyone in the country would go on strike and stop listening would rise up as one rise man. up everybody in the arches rise up everybody in Ambridge. yeah totally would <laughs> because it just would it wouldn't be the archers without susan and neil no but i think i think i think they're actually playing this quite gently and sensitively because you know like neil i don't think it's crossed neil's mind that he would ever leave susan he sort of knows deep down, doesn't he, that he's in love with Shula, but mm. he, as he, you know, he was like, he was trying. Well, he's got a crush on Shula. Yes. But she's, Shula's a stupid pain she in the She really bum. is. So, oh, I think I'm in love with him. Just because <laughs> like, she fell off her horse and banged her head and she thought, <laughs> oh, I wish someone had come along and picked me up. And there Neil was. She's decided, well, that's fine. That's amazing. She is living her own Jane Austen fantasy, isn't she? Yes. And she is going to to entangle Neil further than she should. But then on the other hand, she is Vickery. And I think maybe she'll go on that blimming retreat or whatever she's doing. Like we're going to to tell people in Birmingham how to suck eggs. (laughs) (laughs) And that might make her, oh, maybe she'll meet a fit vicar there. I don't care who she meets. I just want... Wanted to go away and leave him alone. He's too thick and nice to understand what's happening. She's still the sort of girl that's woman that's got you know just seventeen posters of Morton Harkett on her wall, and you know, it, it, yeah, she's 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 just creating drama. I, she overthinks everything, and she just 
Mm. But I don't oh. think you need to worry because I think they're going to be really careful with this and not upset us. But okay. I do actually, I actually, I actually quite like this storyline because, because you know, like I actually like the fact that it's as you know the golden couple, mm. as uh, as uh, Pat said mm. and Susan said. That you know this smug sort of like you know they've they've had a long marriage yeah. and they've got a really good sex life. Yeah. That they're being rocked and it just shows yeah. that you know however strong you are. Yeah. When your world sort of changes a bit mm. as it has with them, you've and got they to catch up. Yeah, and also they both need escapism, and Neil's mm. escapism is Shula, and Susan's I suppose is well, it Martha, was the, maybe, or, and, but it was the radio. Oh, of course, I'd forgotten and that. And she's lost it. That was what made her important and feel, yeah, you know. Yeah, so maybe that's, it's, that's adding yeah. to her insecurity. And, yeah. Because, you know, Neil was, was being really attentive and lovely, but she just can't feel it. No. She can't get her mojo The saddest, back. the thing that my, I actually welled up when she said, I can't, I, normally I couldn't wait to come back and tell you. Oh, I, my I head, know. what did she say? My head was brimming over with yeah. all the things I wanted to tell you. I know. It was so lovely. Because that's what your partner is for, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, you know, Someone that you can come You're not going to believe this, did it? Again. Oh, he said... <laughs> <laughs> and all I said was this. And they, and they said this. And oh my God, it's just so unfair. Everybody hates me. But there was this really weird man on the tube. And he was doing... <laughs> not like this. He was doing it like that. That's really weird, isn't it? <laughs> it wouldn't be that. They wouldn't be... There was a really weird man in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> He'd been on the tube. <laughs> a mask um i know that was really but that's what i mean i quite like this sort of truthful telling of the story i was quite happy with the old rose glasses on actually (laughs) to be honest and the chilly night i don't i don't normally like rose glasses but i did then it was nice it was it made me feel safe and happy that mummy and daddy were happy together and now then that's why this is clever it's unexpected Mm. who would ever have thought and also it is based it hasn't just like blown up out of nowhere because shula and neil have history yeah and you know that history you know it's not like he's suddenly fallen in love with linda or something With a wig on, monkey. Or Jazza. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so don't, don't you worry. Don't worry. Okay. Lisa. We're all there for you. All right. We're all on your side. Do We're you promise nothing bad this. is going to happen, Harriet? I, promise, I promise. promise it will all be okay. okay. And if it isn't, we'll all go and shoot Kerry. Okay. Oh, I'm not decisions. sure we should be doing death threats on the podcast. Oh, God, sorry. No, <laughs> I meant shoot him with a foam gun, Lucy. Oh, wait, see, a Nerf gun. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only live in Bugsy Malone world. <laughs> <laughs> Custard pie in the mush for Kerry Davis. <laughs> It's like when there's a scary film and I have to say, do what happens in the end. Just tell me if it's all right. Oh again. Uh, I just like, even like, I've been watching White Lotus this week. Have you seen it? <laughs> no, we were talking oh about that it's yesterday. It's so actually. good. It's Is so it? good. But at the beginning, I was like, oh my God, I love this because it's not scary. It's funny. It's sort of black and comedy. And then it went. And then it just, it just goes, you know, when you're like, you literally, not scary, but tense. Yeah. And awkward. Yeah. And I just, li- <laughs> I have to keep going out the room and Rufus is like, Rufus pauses it. And yeah. I'm like, don't pause it because I literally <laughs> I just I need, need to, to not see it but I need it. to not see it I just can't see it happen and then I'll come back when it's all okay <laughs> just come back when they're talking just talking when nothing's happening just talking yeah. I was raving about it because I was going to everyone honestly it's like something you can watch and you don't have to worry and you can yeah. enjoy it all you never have to get stressed and of course it's on blooming sky because it's got stressful bits in it 
But the archers. Yeah. Nothing, nothing can be straightforward now. No. Nothing can be pure Just escapism. Just nice. It always has to have a thing. I don't like a thing. Don't and now like they've it. got Lucy Speed from EastEnders in it. Who's that? She was Stella, I think. Oh, sure I she's Twitter. got a great voice. She sounds a bit like Kirsty, doesn't she? Yeah, she's got, like, yeah. Do you not remember her from EastEnders? I didn't watch EastEnders. I was, she, she, she was probably in EastEnders when, I think we're probably around the same age. I think actually I'm a bit younger. And, um, of course. <laughs> but she was in EastEnders when I was <laughs> obsessed with EastEnders. So yeah, I must have been a bit younger. And uh, no, she was brilliant. Oh. She's a brilliant actress. I've always noted, because like, I loved her in EastEnders and then she has gone on to have a very sort of good, you know, like a good career hmm. in telly. Good. And, well done, um, Lucy she's Speed, always, whoever you are. Always a v good actress. Excellent. But um, so yeah, we so think I that think she's she... sticking around then. Yeah, but I was okay. sort of like, but then on the other hand, she's not very farmy. But maybe that's why they cast her. Mm. Like, well, she... she said something odd to explain that. Like, um, yes, I don't. It's not. It's not what you are. It's just what you do. Or it's not what you do. And I thought, That's strange. That's a peculiar thing to My say. My mother sent me to a sanatorium for farmers <laughs> for three years, and uh, that's where I learnt my farm. What? Oh, this is really weird. The whole, the whole sort of like introduction to her yeah. was weird. Yeah. And then Jenny suddenly going from oh, sandwiches, marmalade to like. Uh, yeah, let's talk about your pay rise. Yeah. That was all weird. Okay, let's get the difference. 7.5%. That's all I'm giving you, lady. <laughs> no, Do you want it or not? <laughs> the hilarity of it was like, what I really like is that, you know, you as a family, you work as a team. Yeah. And then his lady, Jenny, going, yeah. 12%. Shut up, Brad. No, yeah. 14%. 14%. How much is that, Brad? Would you like the house? Just have the house. Honestly, we don't need it. <laughs> and what I love the fact they can never, ever, ever say the numbers. No. They can never say the numbers. Well, it's I quite am, a low. Salary. It says not. Yes. Yeah. No, I am. But can you imagine in one number and with the people that know these things would be all over them like a rash. They wouldn't stand a chance. Well, that's the thing. If it's seven and a half percent increase, it mm. can't be a, a ridiculous salary because that is quite a ridiculous pay rise, isn't it? Mm. I mean, not yeah. mine. Ever get well? And also, yeah, I liked it when Brian said do. we can give her one of those shitty old farm cottages that we've got hanging yeah. around, and she went, "No, mate, you're all right. <laughs> get me own." <laughs> One of those. <laughs> no, I have the money. The, one, the ones we walked past. The smelly. No, okay. We were. <laughs> I love that. He just literally. Oh, typical Brian. Though. She's, she's a single girl. She, do, yeah. doesn't, she You know, yes. I, of course, yes. she's just going to do what I say. I loved that too. Um, and the fact that Kate was so astute and said, yes, well, you wanted him because he's exactly like you. So we're not and, going to let you have it. Yeah. yeah, that was really funny. She was in full on purring mode then, wasn't yes. she? Yeah, Her she voice was too. This one. Yeah. This one. Well, I think she does that when she's relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, was that this week, though? Or was that last week? No, that it was this week. week. Mm. It's been a hard week for me, Lucy, because I have oh, this is a two wedding week for me. Oh, as Lord. you know, two wedding week plus going to hopefully going on holiday on Sunday. Whoop. So I've got to try and not get COVID. Yeah, don't do what, that. That's one thing. Got to listen to the archers. That's another, another thing. thing. I've got two weddings plus kids plus work. I mean, honestly, Lucy. Um, Did you just, just segue straight me. from one? Just stay in your wedding outfit. You can't take the shoes off now anyway because your feet will have swelled I'm not, up. I'm not so taking just... my makeup off either. Even though I'm constantly rubbing my eyes, I'm so tired. But it was a lovely wedding. Oh, I know why I was brought up the wedding. Not to show off. Well, also to show off. But um, it, because it was in a barn. Like, <gasps> it was, was it? It was. Were there rats? It was, 
it, oh my god, it was beautiful. It was it was com- the complete opposite, I imagine, of David oh and Ruth Bond because it was like being in the south of France. Wow, it was all clean and pale, you yes. know, and there was like sunlight on it and beautiful chickens wandering around the yard. Scrubbed stone, not too smelly was, sheep, not too smelly stone. sheep with <laughs> blue bottles buzzing around their arseholes and and you know david and ruth cack-handedly tipping champagne down people no it was like it was like it was in wiltshire so it was like you know pale stone as he said lovely all lovely no dust anywhere <laughs> beautifully very tastefully decorated as well has anyone told david and ruth that they're not supposed they're not guests they're supposed to be do you know david was dancing with people swanning well, around talking to everybody and you think no you're supposed to just be you know out of the way it's not your thing because at this wedding the people who owned the barn they just stayed in their house the whole yes. time. Apparently, like no one had. But they said hello when the guests and the bar and everyone arrived. But the, but the bar was all separate and the the food was like a separate company. So basically, you just you were literally just using the barn as a shell, and then you do whatever you want. I mean, you, you haven't got some twasakin dungarees wandering around. I mean, imagine having Ruth going, "Oh, more champagne." Yeah. Ooh, I've naughty. not done this before. Whoops! It's like so oh, cringy, I know. isn't it? Yeah. I would have thought Steph would be at least like higher black tie waiters. Yes, of course. Naked butlers or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, no, I, yeah, topless. So, definitely. like, were yeah. David and Ruth supplying the booze or maybe. I well, it was Vince all very conveniently, you know. I bet. <laughs> Who was doing the canapes? I bet poor old Steph was at home, is at, now at home or wherever it is, she's on holiday. Um, I bet she's on Lake Majuri or something, um, thinking to herself. <laughs> Why the hell did I not do this at Lower Loxley? What is wrong with me? How did I still don't know how I ended up in that bloody barn? Because you know Elizabeth was there going, "Is that a? Is, oh God, I've forgotten what Elizabeth said. Is that a cold canopy, David? <laughs> how long has that been chilled for? Because you, know, you just imagine. Yeah. If it is, da- I mean, it was hot got- when I left the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know what it is now. Probably tepid. Ooh, it's a tepid canopy. I've got a cheese straw. <laughs> Anyone for a paprika crisp? <laughs> uh, no thanks, Ruth. I'll pass. <laughs> uh, there wasn't enough like um, uh, lariness at the wedding for my liking. No, although I did it like. All went off too well. I did like um, uh, Steph careering off on our high heels after someone shouting, "All right, babe!" Oh, yeah, 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 me too. <laughs> no, you are a proper babe. Oh, or Um, I. Beth seems nice. She does. Yes, little I was Beth. about to say that. Sweet. Little Beth. Yes. But little women, isn't it? She's the sickly one. But then he's got Elizabeth and Beth. That's quite weird. Oh yeah. His but daughter. She's, and... she's been rebranded to Lizzie now, hasn't she? Yeah. Oh no, he calls her Elizabeth. Yeah, actually, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, he does. He does. Uh, we've had a shed load of emails, so... Oh, oh my God, and we've, we're, we're poor on time. This we are poor on time, well. so I'm going to rattle through them. Yeah, do that really right. fast. Okay. <gasps> Yvonne Summers has emailed us to say, was Lily named after Lillian for some reason? No, she wasn't. Interesting. Easy peasy. Uh, she wasn't because they're not really connected, and I don't... But no, it was just, uh, they were just uh, posh names. Uh, Freddie and Lily uh, that uh, Nigel wanted, I believe, uh, for the twins. That's a good 15 years, she said. She's trying to work it out what oh. the connection is. So they are. We've saved you the next 15 years. There is yes. no connection. Um, as far as we know. Uh, Sean Geraghty said, 
Roy and Russ may not have seen much bedroom action lately, but you forgot to mention that Lily had seen some gymnastics with Saul. True. What concerns me is Russ's enthusiasm to help Chelsea Horribin. Is he beginning to groom Chelsea? Oh, grim. The yes. sooner Lily breaks free from his control, the better. I don't know whether Thanks. we're seeing the rehabilitation of Russ, actually. Because well, he's he was... the washing up with Jazza. Yeah. Yeah, both of which things are highly unlikely. But anyway. Um, <laughs> and yes. awkward. You don't, yeah. to, you don't want to invite one couple over. You need at least another couple. Yeah. And can Otherwise... you imagine what the hell would Russ and Jazza right, have yeah. in common? Yeah. It would be yeah. like, it would be worse than Neil and Susan at it the at Jay Grable's. <laughs> Yay! Um, I love that <laughs> We've had a letter from Mr. Newby. An oh, agon- an agony. No, an uncle, sorry, a letter for him. An Uncle <laughs> okay. Newby letter. So I'll oh, send that to him. He was a bit unsure about his uh, role at the moment. <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> he's, he's, writer a, in or he's a sliding role. Sliding okay. role. Um, sliding door. And Alexander Hodge has sent us some money. Thank you very much, Alexander. We love you. Um, he said uh, he also wants a T-shirt that says, uh, uh, don't worry, I'm just listening to Ambridge on the couch because he keeps <gasps> laughing and and oh, people yay. um and we can we can do those don't we yeah we are um he said he sent us some money so we can spend it on sweets and oh. he recommends curly aniseed and cough candy from wigan market oh um, my god something aniseedy oh, oh my god i'd love that i did say I cough candy things. sounds does it taste yeah. of phlegm because i couldn't really imagine what the um, hell does it give you covid <laughs> anti makes you feel like you got it he thinks that stella is rob titchener in drag um <laughs> He said he will become friends with Helen and Lee and create his evil lair in the new underground space at Gay Grables that was created in the explosion. Oliver is so out of it on Mogadon and Whiskey that he's not noticed the creation of the new lair. Only Kathy will know, but she cannot say anything. Um, She's been holed up. The lair is accessible from Linda's old locker in the staff room. Rob as Stella. Kathy just got covered over with rubble yeah. in that explosion. No one noticed. She's getting fainter and fainter. <laughs> Hello. Rob as Stella will bring down Home Farm from the inside. Um... <laughs> Okay, uh, he said he does hope that Artie Cardboard has returned safely from Mars uh, or more likely Darrington. Um, and uh, he said that he is a member of a gardening club and he was in charge of making the teas in the big urn that we were talking about last week. Mm-hmm. He said, my other tea man and I had to leave the meeting to make the tea using the urn. It doesn't make that much steam, but we do have a huge enamel teapot that takes hundreds of tea bags. I'm going to be going back to make the teas from next month. That's made me so nostalgic for urn tea in massive metal pots with like a at, 72 at wedding, tea bags At the wedding in. I was at on Wednesday, we had urn margaritas. No. Yes. I mean, glass urn. Wow. <laughs> yes amazing margaritas on tap anyway, i think on. we should all have had a message a, uh, invitation for this wedding because <laughs> yes, it, it sounds really good. amazing amazing um and uh tom peach who says <gasps> hi tom uh dear mr newbie and the beautiful women who do the podcast oh my god oh tom no he's a beautiful woman that was me um he said <laughs> firstly please don't do sex noises when i'm driving my ute i nearly spilled my load all over the freeway not Ooh, a euphemism <laughs> he said the quiet sex noises were much worse than the loud sex noises <laughs> rick also said can we he said please don't do that it's upsetting he said <laughs> um 
It's a good. They what? What the dear listeners don't know is you cut all the really, really. I did. You're well. We would have had to explicit. Anyway, we lost half our audience. Um, he said he was. He was talking about the the the, the nealish sense of sitting across the table from the woman you love and wondering not to talk about. Happily, Mrs. Peach and I can always talk about the archers. With the main topic du jour <laughs> being who is going to be the new Stanley. Who is going to be Stanley to the new Stella? <clears throat> oh, are you all right? Are you all right there? Do you want a a cough? cough thing from Wigan. I do. Very Lisa right? and Curly Anderson. It is one of those mornings. La, 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 la. I'm just doing the interim music while you're having a check. Yeah. Potter's Wheel. Stella mm. and Stanley from um, well, I'm very Streetcar young. Name Desire. Oh, I'm too young, Lucy. Should I do some more sex noises while you're on? No. Okay. <clears throat> um, as a playwright, he says, he's a playwright. What? What? I know, oh, you just dropped that in as oh a playwright. My, oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, stop the podcast. I'm going to start dropping that. a playwright. As an Arctic explorer, I'm going to start saying. <laughs> I think names are very important in oh encompassing the God. character of a literally, person. Literally Googling Tom's plays. <laughs> he okay, said, sorry, I won't. Stella, gassy, cold, pretentious and expensive. Jenny, be warned. Mm. Oh, yeah, I think, oh, it's going to, it's inevitable that they're all going to fall out, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. <clears throat> and, uh, oh, look. Tom Peach, Black Box Theatre, Sydney, Wollongong. Wall of what? Wollongong. Sounds like a fart in a bath. Wollongong. Wollongong. Oh, my gosh, Tom. You never told us you're a playwright. Just write us a play, won't you? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, he said, P.S. Swimming continued this week, including some close encounters of the scary kind, including sea snakes and a blue ringed octopus. <gasps> No photos, as I was in my budgie smugglers at the time. In the swimming pool? No, in the, in the sea! Oh, okay, okay. okay. My God, if you would have a blue ringed octopus in your swimming pool. I mean, I'm never going to Australia because it's just far too scary. It is. It's full of, it's like death every day. I'm going to, um, to that other pool in Crete. Oh, yeah, Andrew Horns. Yeah, still available. Still some availability, he told me to say. Um, uh, can you imagine it being in very, very short trunks meeting a sea snake? I, I wouldn't like that. Some people might get excited. <laughs> Tracy's going to teach uh, uh, Chelsea. Yeah. Are we going to hear Chelsea? I do hope we are. I hope she comes in. I really, really hope she comes into it. Um, and also she can be friends with Beth, can't she? Because they're yeah. about the same age. Beth is obviously going to be a new character because she tweeted, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. So that's good. <clears throat> uh, it's nice. I love having new female characters. You know, I get o- overly emotionally invested in the people that oh. didn't get things. I was really worried about Barnaby, who didn't get the job. <laughs> I was wondering, oh I thought, where is the he mi- now? You were really worried about a mini Brian. <laughs> I, I was thinking, I hope he's, you know, because young people, and, the train is so expensive and he might have got the train down there. And how's he going to get back again? Not... This is what's so stupid. They didn't even bother meeting them in person, Lucy. They just Zoomed them. And yeah. then they offered someone the job without meeting them in person, which surely now that, co- you know, now that we're all allowed to see each other again, isn't that a bit... Mm. trustworthy mm. yes and then they yeah. didn't even bother talking about her salary before they'd offered her the job do you know it drives me no mad even... person but yeah. is that not a bit weird well as someone <laughs> pointed out again as it happens every time there is no h personnel in hr just does not exist <laughs> in ambridge businesses you can just let someone go and a heartbeat you can you know put them on leave and then give their job to someone else as happened with with, is Kirsty still at the dairy or has that gone kaput now as well? <laughs> oh, God knows where she's gone. Oh, it's just, what was it's, the Sunday uh, episode? Because that feels like 
That was the wedding. years ago. That was the wedding, oh, wasn't it? Oh, that was the wedding. Oh, mm. yeah, good, good, good. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, good. I feel like we caught up. Good. Yeah. It was a, it, I was so traumatised by Neil and Susan, I, I, I couldn't focus on anything <laughs> else. Focus. But at that, I did really enjoy their meal at Grey Gables. Ooh, I thought my it was... toes retracted so hard. I don't when think Neil I've ever been, went, um, I think I'm stuck like, in my slippers now. Uh, nice view from the, I love the garden. Yeah. And then massive, and then, that looks like a carpidalium. <laughs> Campanula. <laughs> I think I they're a campanula over there. And Susan just went, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah. No, and then uh, he went, then when he mentioned Shula, she went, did she? Yeah. Or, you know, like it was And then so... she was like, right, that's yeah. it. <laughs> no more Mrs. Nice Guy. Oh, I loved it. It was very clever. Anyway. Don't worry, Lucy. We're here for you. Tom Peach will write you a play. It'll be fun. Okay. All right. Thanks, okay. Tom. We, we tour it in Australia. Oh, no, I can't go to Australia. No, we can't go scary. there because it's too scary and there's yeah. spiders. Okay. We'll tour it in, uh, in Wigan. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> We're big now... in Wigan. Can you imagine? Wigan, Wigan. <laughs> I've never been to Wigan. I feel like I'm should. going to go now. If there's curly yeah. aniseed, I'm I'm yeah. there. We're at, we're at, where is it again? Wigan Market. Was yeah, it? yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So it'd be so, cheap as well. <laughs> now, listeners, we catch up with Mr. Newby. He's gone full immersion and has moved into Ambridge. Sunday. After an elderly aunt in Aberdeen passed away halfway through updating her will to exclude me, I've recently come into some money and so decided to grab the bull by the horns and move to Ambridge. I arrived at my new home only to find my entrance to the porch blocked by a couple of sheep dressed in tiaras and tutus. Neither rightyouaremove.com nor those nice people at Rodway and Watson mentioned anything about nine and three quarters the green being a small holding so I can only assume they belong to somebody else. Still, I'm into my new home now and for that I can be grateful. In the last few days I've been gazumped several times by a gentleman called Barnaby who seemed very keen to move into the village but then suddenly lost interest and pulled out entirely. Just as well because even though I'd bumped into Usha and asked her for legal advice she muttered something about real estate law not being her area of expertise and hurried away. I might try breaking as many laws as I can until I find out what her area of expertise actually is. If nothing else, it'll help me to integrate into the local community. One or two people have already been round to check on me, including Adam, who was clutching the advert I'd placed in the Borchester Echo last week and seemed very keen to make friends. I think there might have been some misunderstanding, though, as he was visibly disappointed when I explained that not only had I just been looking for help with moving into my cottage, but I didn't yet have any idea where the local public toilets were either. Ah well. Monday. Headed down to the bull for a pint in the garden. Not long after I'd sat down, I heard the delightful trill of Josh's laugh coming down the lane, and he and Ben came and sat down at the next table. Despite the almost overwhelming sound effect of Panting Dog, I couldn't help but overhear Ben fretting, as only a man of his tender years could, about having met somebody at Stephanie's wedding yesterday. For some reason, he seems to think that Evie might be the one for him, although as she never, ever appears in his company, seems determined to stop him having any fun and wouldn't touch his sex trailer with a rented, pre-sterilised barge pole, I do wonder why. This new girl is Vince's daughter, apparently, and seems like a much better bet, if only because she's actually talked to him. If you ask me, Ben needs to dump the imaginary killjoy and try his luck with the mince princess. Tuesday. A lady called Pat is suddenly everywhere in the village and everybody seems to know who she is. Tony looks a bit worried and has retired to his shed making choo-choo noises, so I think she might be something to do with him. I've been listening to the archers for nearly a year now, with nary a whiff of Usha, Amy or Pat, so there's clearly something afoot. 
I'm looking forward to next week's return of Dan to reclaim his Jimmy Jams from Neil. And I don't want to spoil anything, but let's just say that Robert walked past my window just now, whistling and looking very pleased with himself indeed. Popped into Gay Grables to book myself a table for dinner and found Roy asleep at his desk in reception, surrounded by breath mints, hair gel, both kinds of wet wipes, intimate and anorak, and various other heavy-handed metaphors for sex. I decided not to wake him. Poor bloke probably doesn't have much time until he ends up with Kirsty, and that, as they say, will be that. Wednesday. I've seen Susan, Neil and Shula all wandering around the village looking like the sky is about to fall on their heads. According to my sources, by which I mean Susan herself because she's telling everybody except, you know, Neil himself, Susan's worried that Neil is going to leave her and fall into the arm of Shula. A couple of weeks ago Shula was worried about the same thing, but having seen her and Neil having a deep and meaningful chat at the stables earlier, I think we can all safely assume that she's now fully recovered from her recent nasty bout of conscience and is very much on the prowl once more. It's all starting to look depressingly as though this whole senescent seduction thing isn't going away anytime soon. I might need to brush up on my lip reading though, because I could have sworn I saw Neil tell Shula that she could be herself with him, and I can't imagine anybody would want that. Thursday. Managed to wrangle Tracy into actually reserving a table for me tonight, so I dressed top to toe in herringbone tweed and wandered up to Gay Grables for dinner. Lovely campanula, and they really have filled nearly all the shrapnel pitting now, even if the carpet is still scorched in places. I just ordered and was admiring the new tarpaulin over the hole in the ceiling when who should come and sit down next to me but Neil and Susan. They ordered champagne and everything seemed to be looking good for a chilly nightcap back at Ambridge View when all of a sudden Neil started wanging on about Shuler again. Oh dear, oh dear. I mean, I understand why Susan's worried about it all, but I do also think that Neil's largely oblivious to what is going on. If you were planning on having an affair, the last thing you'd do would be to constantly bring up your co-conspirator in conversation, surely. I'm sure he's flattered by Shula's attentions and might even be chasing her in a guileless, hope-I-don't-catch-her kind of a way. It's worth remembering that he's never actually done anything more than turn on Shula's bulb and have a route around in her rose garden, and I genuinely think he'd run a mile if he thought anything was actually going to happen between them. There was much weeping and gnashing of teeth on Twitter, but I'm here to tell you that you don't need to worry. Susan will finally tell Neil exactly what's eating her, Neil will be horrified, and Shula will sod off to Brum anyway. Everyone's a winner. Oh, and try the pavlova. Once I'd picked out the pieces of plaster, it was delicious. Yes, so thank you very much, Alexander, for the money that you sent, because moving expenses, especially for Mr. Newby, don't come... <laughs> if you've ever... If, if, you, if you just want to have a look at the price of a Rococo commode, I'm telling you, it is not cheap. Anyway, and now... We cross to Gay Grables, where the staff are in shock, as there's a guest. Good afternoon. Hello. So, are you seeing her again then tonight, or what? Good afternoon. Hello. Well, maybe you could start earlier then. Do her before the cinema, then you can at least have a kip through the film. Is this reception? Well, that's what the sign says. Oh no, tell a lie. The sign says no parking, did it? I swapped them earlier for a laugh. Is this Gay Grable's reception where I would book in for the hotel? Eh? Is this a hotel? Well, loosely, yeah. Why? Well, I'd like to book into it. Here? Yes. Now? Yes. Blimey. Roy? 
Wake up, we got one. So, I'd like a room. Which one? Well, you tell me. Double bed or single bed. You're quite lanky, aren't you? So your feet would probably dangle off a single. Go for a double bed. At least you can lie on the diagonal if it isn't long enough. Do you have particularly short beds here? Well, they weren't, but we've had to lop bits off for firewood. Oliver likes it. Reminds him of the war. And I'd like a bath. Don't let me stop you, but it's a bit public, isn't it? In my room. Oh, yeah. A lot of our rooms do have baths. Well, they have holes with water, which is pretty much the same, isn't it? And I'd like breakfast. So would I. I'm starving. Only had half a Pop-Tart this morning. No, I meant I'd like it tomorrow morning. Do you do Continental? Bit personal, in it? I mean, I'm up for anything, but... Breakfast. Do you do Continental breakfast? There is no need to shout. Yes, we do do a croissant. Or toast. Or the full English breakfast. That's sausages and that. Or a vegetarian one. That's still with sausages, but Mia Grundy brings it to your table and looks disappointed. Excellent. Then I would like a continental breakfast, please, at 8am tomorrow morning. Fine. Your room number is 28. Don't shove the window up too hard or you never get it down again. And there's a bat in the extractor fan. I see. Thank you. Uh, Just out of interest, do you get much footfall? No, I'm more of a cricket fan. Enjoy your stay, sir. Blimey, treat this place like an hotel, they do. Roy? Roy, wake up! Your Amazon delivery's here. Forgot to say... It's a big box. Says, Intimate Pump. (laughs) So, that's that. There'll be another podcast up next week. It won't be with me, though. Hopefully, I'll be sunning myself in the sun. And if she isn't, it will be with her and she'll be in a really, really bad mood. I'll be crying. No, I won't, because, you know, lucky either way, Lucy. Lucky either way. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be at another wedding. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes iTunes and you'll never miss an episode and if you give us a review we will send you sweeties we'll love you longer than Neil and Susan's marriage has to run in the meantime if you'd like to contact us you can email averageonthecouch at gmail.com or give us your comments or any questions for Uncle Newbie we are at on Ambridge on Twitter or you can follow Mr. Newbie on Twitter. That's a much better idea. He tweets way more than we do. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter, at Newbie Couch. And in the meantime, it is goodbye from all of us. And have a lovely, have a lovely week. week. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, shut up, Ben. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, no. Shut up, Freddie. Oh, the single do you reckon Freddie's still there in a little yes. world of his own? Oh, my God. Can you imagine a more naff DJ than <laughs> Freddie? No, God, I'm sorry, I should know. She's his only best friend. <laughs> no, you're not. You don't. Not the actor. I'm sure he would be excellent. But yes. Oh, I found okay. this really thing. It's this new band. It's called Dexy's Midnight Somethings. And it's about a, a woman called Elaine. And it's really rather good. Uh, no, Freddie would definitely have all the latest tunes. He would. Me. Yeah. He would. And Lily would be like, oh, Freddie, I'm too old to dance to this one. Oh, but Russ, you're looking really rather hot. <laughs> yeah, grim. Oh, yeah. can you imagine Russ and Lily on the dance floor? No! Oh, my God, it would totally clear the dance floor, wouldn't it? Poor Freddie, he has to oh, cater oh, no. to that. I think anyway. that's more disturbing than your sex noises. <laughs>
<laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.